What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Windchill Factor Podcast. I am your host, Justice General. And I have some very, 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 very special guests with me today. I have my brother, Nove, my man, Pernell. How y'all guys doing today? I'm well. How about yourself, brother? I'm here. Happy to be here. All is well on my end, man. I hope everything good with y'all. Absolutely. So uh, we also are the hosts of our, a new podcast called The Say Was Real Podcast. So uh, this this will be the, the group. Uh, so I definitely look forward to a new opportunity with these guys. And uh, it should be fun. But this right now is the windshield factor. And we're going to talk about the Bills schedule uh, this upcoming year and everything we kind of expect to happen, what we can see happen, we're going to go game by game. And since we do have Pernell on the show today, we're going to highlight that uh, week three matchup versus the football team. And also, uh, we have Nove, who is from, born and raised in Buffalo, but now he currently lives in D.C. So he can kind of speak to both sides. We have me, who is from, born and raised in Buffalo, has been to D.C. like twice. And uh, we're going to do a Buffalo versus D.C. food discussion. Uh, so that'll be during our week three discussion with the football team. But uh, first of all, let's get into it. We open the season September 12th, 1 p.m. I feel like it should be a primetime game, but obviously I'm not a schedule maker, so it doesn't matter. But we have a, what was it, week 12 or week 13, I believe, uh, matchup, it's a rematch between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills. Now, Pittsburgh has made a change at the running back position. They no longer have James Conner. They have Najee Harris, first-round pick out of Alabama. And other than that, I don't think their offense has changed too much. I think they may have changed the offensive line around a little bit. But what do you see coming from this football game, Nove? I see uh, I see a 32-14 win. Excuse me, 35-14 win for the Buffalo Bills starting off the season. Very strong, very sound, with a resounding loss for the Pittsburgh Steelers. No doubt about it. I respect it. I feel like I feel similar thoughts. I'll get to them in a second. Uh, Now, looking at both teams kind of from a different perspective, I know you're mostly focused on NFC, but looking at what you know about the Steelers and what you know about the Bills, what do you feel like would be the outcome of this week one matchup? Coming out of this matchup, I believe that Buffalo will be the winners. And like nobody said, I think it will be in in good fashion. I'm not really sold on Pittsburgh. You, I mean, going in the last season, you see what we did to them. Exposed. <laughs> right. Absolutely. That's true. That is right. Y'all was the first ones to beat them, right? Yep. Game that L. People counted us out. We beat them. I'm not, yeah, they, I'm not really sold on them. I, I, I look forward to seeing what Najee can do. I'm a fan of his, but other than that, I think I think the Bills come out victorious in that one. 
Okay, what, what do you guys think Josh Allen's numbers look like versus that defense? Because they weren't great last year. Like, he didn't perform super well in the first half, but then in the second half, he kind of got it going with Stephon Diggs, and he was able to help him. He was able to help Josh find his rhythm, and they kind of got the W uh, late in the game. So do you think that it would be a better situation being that it's in Buffalo and it's also in September, so it is likely to be at least decent weather, if not great weather? Well, I, I, I see, to, and to answer the question about Josh Allen numbers, I see – uh, 265 yards, um, probably 38 rushing yards, two passing touchdowns, one pick. I think they try. I think they have to lean on the running game a little bit to balance out the offense and set the tone for the season. Um, but I don't see. I don't see no way Pittsburgh really, really come out of this game looking with or or feeling themselves like they did last year, going 11 and one losing their first game to the football team, then coming and realize that they really can't run with us. So I just think that we just further put our foot where it belongs and we rock out like that. Okay. All right, and Neil, how do you uh how do you feel about that? About, you know, the game actually should be in good weather, you know what I'm saying? So ain't no crazy wins. You know the Bills are a pass heavy team. Uh how do you how do you First week, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs do what they do. And and Josh comes out of the game three three passing touchdowns, no interceptions. Three hundred twenty-three yards. Yes. <laughs> Y'all can't okay. see no vague facial expressions, but I can't, so that's why I'm like, yeah. I think I think Josh <laughs> gonna have a field day against that against that defense. And it's gonna be fun to watch. I'm gonna be tuned in. Okay, definitely, definitely. All right, I, I kind of agree. Stefan Diggs, like, I, I'm biased. He he from the he from the home, so of course I want him to succeed. He gonna have at least 120 yards that game, at least. Sheesh. Okay. First week of the season, and and, and further put himself as the number one guy in the NFL, wide receiver wise. Hey, I hope y'all right. Uh, absolutely. Well, I hope uh, uh, I hope Neil is right a little bit more than Ove. I don't, I don't want to see Josh throw no picks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I want him to get out to a fast start again, kind of like he did last year as far as the MVP uh, thing goes because obviously we know narrative is huge because that's the only reason Aaron Rodgers won last year, but that's another discussion for another day. Anyway. Um, we're going to go to week two now where we're going to Miami, uh, 1 p.m. game as well to, to see the Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins have gotten Devonta Smith in the draft. No, they got, um, Smith is who they get. No, they got Waddle. I'm sorry. They got Jalen Waddle. Yeah, they got Jalen Waddle. Waddle. Uh, yeah. The Dolphins got uh, That might be the best wide receiver in the draft. If you ask a lot of people, because uh, that boy is a burner. He is fast. He's supposed to be the next Tyreek Hill, according to some people. Uh, so what do you guys feel like could happen in week two versus a division rival? I feel like um, it's, this is probably going to be uh, a bigger test for us psychologically because it is the first division game and we want to come out and make sure that we 
take no chances with that. Uh, we have a narrative of not being able to really do it when it count. And this is the, the first chance we get to show that we're not playing no games. All we do is circle the wagons and get them out of there. Um, Miami, like we like we discussed on the, my first uh, guest appearance on the Winchill podcast, uh, I don't really have faith in their quarterback. I like the coach and everything like that. But I think when when you leave a, a great college like Alabama and then you come and you deal with somebody like Sean McDermott uh, multiple times in one year, you know, we, we, we poke holes in, in whatever you bring to the table. And I just think we're going to further, you know, show the world why Tua was doubted by some people. Very well said. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Absolutely. That make a lot of sense in my eyes. Uh, Neil, looking at it from a perspective of an NFC team um, versus, you know, what you know about the Dolphins and, what you know, Jalen Waddle coming in with Tua Tonga Vailoa. Um, Mike Gusecki. All right, so I have I a, think they go ahead. I have a long history with the Dolphins. My brother is a Dolphin, so <laughs> I've been follow not following them, but I've been hearing about them since the Ricky Williams days. Okay, and, so you you have some understanding of what they do. Yeah, and this. All right, so I, I look forward to seeing you know what the Dolphins do. I'm Tua Tagaloa, that's, I know that's not how you say his last name, but that's how <laughs> I said it. You know, Tua, I think he's going to be a, a great young quarterback for him. He got his wide receiver back, so that's always good. You can play with your guys that you had in college that made you, well, not made you, but helped you get your name out there and become who you were. Get that same chemistry back from those days, and we'll see what they can do. Um, as far as the matchup, I think, I think you guys come out on top. However, the Dolphins do got some – they got some nice cornerbacks. So, I, I feel like that's the game Josh Allen do come out at least two touchdowns, one one pick. He does throw a pick in that game. But I feel like in the end, you all do come out with the win. Even though I see the Dolphins coming, I don't I don't feel like they're going to be a bad team. I feel like they'll be competing. And I think they'll be second. They're, they're in y'all division, right? AFCs. I think they'll beat out the Patriots. They'll beat out the Jets. So yeah, they they're going to be a problem in the years to come. But week two, y'all take that matchup. Okay. All right. Uh, I, <laughs> I feel like you know, the, I I love Jalen and Tua's backstory, but I feel like the clock struck twelve and Cinderella got to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see I see what you're saying. Like I really do. However, for me, when I think about the matchup between the, the Bills and the Dolphins, I kind of feel like I give the sense that Josh Allen is to the Dolphins what Tom Brady was to the Bills for 20 years. And, you know, every time Tom Brady came to the Ralph, we all thought, like, yo, this is gonna be the time. We're gonna beat the Patriots, we're gonna stop Tom, da 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 da. And Tom would come and just kick our ass every single time, right? Now, I feel like that's the case with Josh Allen. You know what I mean? I, you, you, I think he has like a psychological hold on him. You know what I mean? I think in his career, he's like 
five and one against them. And then the one game he lost, he really should have won because Charles Clay dropped a touchdown. Um, so I think that Josh is just going to do what Josh does and come out and dominate them like he does every time. He has thrown for 400 yards against them twice, I believe, his last two times, two of the three times playing them. And the the last time he didn't throw for 400 yards because he only played the first half because it was week 17 and we had already secured the number two seed. So I, I feel like he's just going to come and violate their defense like he does on a regular basis. Uh, so I see us being 2-0 at this point. And it, it, I don't think it looks too good for the Dolphins in that case. Uh, but, yes, we are going to move on to the coveted Week 3 matchup between our Buffalo Bills and Purnell's Washington have no names. Football team, respect it. The, the, the Washington have no names. It's the football team, man. You, you gonna see. So I'm trying as, to go to Buffalo for week three. You know what? I I think I I think I can. I think that'd be something that I'd be interested in doing as well. We definitely can make that happen. I mean, man, look, I've, I've never been to a Bills game in my life, so that would be really cool. And we we could put you on the high high going to town too. Okay, so week three, the Washington football team. What do you see happening, Nove? Um, I think this is probably the 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 toughest game in the, the in the first part of the season. Don't lie just because nah, he on the pod. No, no, no. But outside of the Chiefs, I say that because their defense is crazy. Top got number respect for they got number respect for their defense, and I think they only got better. To be honest, um, I love Chase Young. I love what he represent. His energy, the tenacity that he bring, the swagger that he bring to a team that is literally a bunch of no names. Um, yeah, it is, it's, it's, it's enchanting to see <laughs> what he does. Jonathan Allen, all of them boys, first round picks. Like, like don't right, right, right. Them. It's a lot of first round picks because y'all had a lot of first round picks. I mean, so, everybody get a first round pick. It's not like these niggas was top 10. They just first round picks. I mean, when you he was mean, only one top 10 from the first, like when you think about it, Chase Young was the only top, top five out of all of them. Right, but y'all been mid for so long. It's like, <laughs> all right. Y'all had I mean, y'all three years of success. Well. In our lifetime. That's, he got a point. He, 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 he does have a point, but um, I think we take advantage of it. I think we see it through. I do not believe this would be our first loss of the season. I see us smooth selling to a nice 3-0 record. <laughs> and um what you think the score gonna be? Uh 21-17. Okay. 21-17. I think McLaurin get off a little bit. I think he get off a little bit. I think he showed people why that you you gotta put some respect on 
the uh, their offense as well. But uh, I don't know, man. Y'all good? I don't think I got it yet because I don't even know who y'all quarter. What's y'all who? Heineken. Patrick. <laughs> oh, that guy. I know him. We we know how he do. He gonna hold y'all down for the first three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter, y'all gonna see why we let him go a long time ago. But shout out to my <laughs> man, his magic. <laughs> All right, Dale, get your stuff off, bro. Go ahead and tell us how you feel. <laughs> this 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 gonna be the game. It's gonna be a good game, but we gonna come out on top. 24-21. This this magic, we gonna I'm gonna talk about him, but I'm gonna talk about the defense first. Chase Young gone. He's going to talk to Josh Allen about two times. He's going to talk to him, get, get real up close and personal. And then, and then, and then Montez Sweat is going to remind Nove of his name also because he's going he gonna to talk to him as well. You got to remember, it's, it's some dogs on that defensive line. Montez Sweat is a 6'8 guy with a 4'3 speed. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Then we got Jonathan Allen. Matt, Matt, Matt Ioannidis and Deron Payne in the middle. Ryan Kerrigan is no longer with us. He just went okay. to Philly. You got to tell us what position these people play because we don't know who he's talking about. Oh, yeah, I don't. All right, so Deron Payne. Is Not too many people outside of the Washington area know who these people are. Exactly. But you, for the you listeners. Know, you know who Alabama yeah. defense is. You, you know who these guys are. You know, you know the names. National you champs. Right. Right. <laughs> National champs defensively. I know the name. Kyle Fuller, Super Bowl champion. You can know the name. Like, these guys are dogs. And, I mean, and they will prove it. They they did prove it last year as a top five defense in the NFL. Let, let, and they say defense, defense wins championships. They didn't win nothing championships. They didn't lead us to the playoffs. Right? And that was with three, three or four different quarters <laughs> in, the, in the rotation. What led y'all to the playoffs was the simple fact that y'all are the worst. Y'all in the worst division in the NFL. The, the best worst team. Oh, best, hold on, hold on. Uh, they the best worst team because another team gave up when they had a chance. Y'all could have lost and been the second best worst team. But the team one, y'all. One, hold on, hold on. But the team y'all played against quit in the middle of the game. They should have fired that man for what he did. I think they did, didn't they? They did fire. <laughs> they definitely fired. They definitely all right, so all right, all right, so um, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, uh, Bruno. Nah, but it's it's a different team. Like the defense is there. I feel like the offense is better. Perry McLaurin is no longer the only wide receiver. We got we got Curtis Samuel, we got Humphrey, we got Logan Thomas, who's way better than he was in a Buffalo uniform. We got Antonio Gibson and JD McKinsey coming out the backfield. Those are receiving back. So it's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be a tough game to y'all. I feel like we come out 24-21. Fifth Magic throws two touchdowns. Antonio Gibson rushes for Hundred three yards, one touchdown. Terry McLaurin, he's gonna come out with 96 yards. Stop heavy. Chase Young with two sacks, but I think y'all gonna have a good game as well. I think Josh Allen with Josh Allen, but I think the defense that Washington brings gives Buffalo their first head of the season. 
Can I ask you a question? Of course. Who going to stop my man G-Baby coming off the edge? Woo! Ooh, I don't know, man. Who goes top boogie? <laughs> who going? Who going? Who going? Who going to stop Ed? Ed Oliver? What? Okay, How you going to stop Stephon Diggs? We had a great offensive line last season. The O line bad. How you going to stop Stephon Diggs? We got Kyle Fuller. I just want to know the name. You got Kyle Fuller and what else? We got Kyle Fuller. We got Will Jackson. We got we got. Cameron. That's fine. You Thank name you. a bunch of people on your Thank roster, you. but how are you going to stop Stephon Diggs? Hey, look, I told you I'm a Stephon Diggs fan. Stephon Diggs does what Stephon Diggs does. No, you a Stephon Diggs fan because he's from your area. Stephon Diggs is the best wide receiver in the National Football League. How are you going to deal with him? Are you going to double team him? Okay, cool. So be. then, if you if you double team him, how are you going to stop Emmanuel Sanders? Emmanuel Sanders isn't—he's uh, great, but I'm not—I'm not worried about just worried about. Okay, that's fine. So you're going to put your next best cornerback on Emmanuel Sanders. Then how are you going to stop Cole Beasley? Oh. Hey, look. If you figure out something for him, how are you going to stop Gabe Davis? You know we can do the same thing on the Washington side. Who's stopping Terry McLaurin? Trey. Trey Davis White. What kind of question? Okay. And then Curtis Anderson. Logan Thomas. I, you know what? They might eat Loki. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. Adam, <laughs> but, I think, I think like, Logan going like to You're saying the same thing. Like, no, hold on. Hold we on. Got over there too. Hold, hold on, bro. The only problem is the Buffalo Bills are a bend don't break team. We specialize in you can drive down the field all you want, but you're gonna have to score. And you know what's gonna happen? You're gonna make a mistake before you score. And not only are you gonna make a mistake, but if you do get into the red zone area, you're gonna have to kick a field goal if you don't make a mistake when you kick a field goal. But you're not getting seven points. And then you know what our offense is gonna do? Our offense is gonna drive the field. 87 plays in, in or 87 yards in four plays, and you're going to be demoralized. Defense. Now, you know what's going to happen? Defense. You know what's going to happen? It is going to happen. You know why? Because you don't have anybody that can stop Cole Beasley or Gabe Davis. That's if you double-team Stephon Dix, because if you don't, he's going to go crazy. So, I mean, you know, either way. You kind of you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. But on our defense, so when we stop you, you punt the ball. We come back, we score in three plays, demoralize you. You're not going to run the ball, <laughs> which which you're going to be inclined to run the ball versus versus our defense. But you're not going to want to. You're going to feel a sense of urgency, and then you're going to throw the ball, and you're going to be dumb to throw the ball because you're going to be throwing the ball. Versus Tre'Davious White, Jordan Poyer, uh, Micah Hyde, uh, Matt Milano, Tr- uh, Tremaine Edmonds, uh, AJ Klein, Farufaru, Teron Johnson. I know you know who Teron Johnson is. Uh, uh, Dane Jackson. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, listen, it's it's real out here, bro. I'm, I'm just be real with you. Um, 
I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to have a lot of problems. And I know what I yep. love Ryan Fitzpatrick. I love him. I love him. I love him. But he's not Josh Allen. So it's going to be a long day. He's not Josh Allen, but Josh Allen is not going to be Josh Allen against that defense. Why not? Because who's going to stop Chase Young? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Who has a – because we beat the Los Angeles Rams. And as good as Chase Young is, he ain't Aaron Donald. He ain't close. We beat the Los Angeles Chargers. Char, uh, Char, uh, Chargers. <laughs> uh, my bad. We beat the Los Angeles Chargers. And as good as Chase Young is, he ain't Joey Bosa. We beat the San Francisco 49ers. And as good as Chase Young is, he ain't Nick Bosa. So, I mean, if that's all you got, then. He's not by himself. Neither was Joey Bosa. <laughs> Neither was Nick Bosa. Oh my God! San Francisco's defensive line? Are you kidding, bro? Bro, the the Rams' defensive line, bro. Are you serious right now? Josh Allen eliminates all that because he can move off the pocket and still make a brilliant pass. He is. I think he's the best dual threat. I say this all the time, and I'm gonna say it every time I get the opportunity to. Josh Allen is the most physically gifted quarterback who ever touched a football field. Damn. I've been saying this way before Carson Palmer said it. Or not Carson Palmer. Jordan Palmer, I think it was. Because that was the guy who was uh, getting him prepared for the draft, right? Exactly, yep. Right, right. Because if you find a quarterback who's more athletically gifted than Josh Allen, he's not bigger than Josh Allen. Definitely not. And if you find one who's bigger than Josh Allen, he's not faster than Josh Allen. And if you find one that's bigger and faster than Josh Allen, he's not stronger than Josh Allen. And then if you find one that's built that size, he does not throw the ball the way Josh throws the ball. Not as accurately and not as far. He don't make all the type of throws Josh can make. He's Josh is one on one. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is not that. I'm sorry. Y'all better off starting Heineken. He's more closer to Josh Allen, but obviously he's inexperienced. I think he got potential, honestly, but I'd rather go with Fitzpatrick personally. Uh, Mr. Mr. Football Team, I think that y'all need just a little bit more help. Um, the Cowboys... They got y'all number this year. Philadelphia got y'all number this year. All I'm saying is y'all got other things to worry Dude, about. Listen, how, explain how Philly has our know. number. Explain how they have our number when. Yeah, we, I don't know. Twice I last I season, think, and they didn't get better, I but think, we did. I think Washington is easily the best team in that division. I think y'all split with Philly. Dallas didn't get better. I think Dallas didn't get better. They're the same team. I think y'all split with Dallas, too. If anything, the only team that got better other than us is the Giants. <laughs> Truthfully, they got a Dory over there. They got um, what they picked up? They picked up that receiver. I can't think of his name right now. But the Giants is the only one that that, that made moves during the, the all season that that say they're keeping up with us. That was the same team that I'm not sold on. Philly Hurts got to show himself. Like he got to he got to he got to show what he can do. Ertz is on the way out. 
Like, I'm not sold on Philly at all. They picked up Kerrigan, and I, I love and I respect Ryan Kerrigan, but he's not going to change their defense much. So you got to explain that one to me. Um, I like Ron Rivera. I believe he. I believe he's running a, a tight ship over there, and that y'all doing everything that y'all need to do to progress. But y'all are still the Washington. Got a new coach. Right, right, right. And I, and I think I think the hunger and excitement of knowing that, like I feel like Philly gonna make sure that they they give y'all some smoke when y'all do meet up, and they gonna split y'all gonna split one of them games. Y'all gonna embarrass them. Yes. Y'all going to do things. Y'all going to have y'all flashes during that game. Y'all going to be able to flex y'all muscle a little bit. But it's going to be one play. It's going to be one play. And y'all going to – all the air going to leave y'all chest. And yeah. y'all like, going to – the hell did Josh Allen do that? Exactly. And, and that's and that's going to be – and it's going to be what it is. And Philly are going is going to split with y'all this season. Philly going to split with y'all this season. I don't. I don't think this is a hot take. Maybe it is to uh, Washington football team fans, but you heard it here first. I can see Philly splitting with us, only because the way our schedule is set up, we played them twice in the last, the last like four weeks. Yeah, we played them twice in the last four weeks, and they might try to take one, but that's the only reason why. But other than that, they, I don't see their record in. Like, they're not going to be top of the NFC East. I, I say it goes us, Giants, Philly, then Dallas. I don't think there'll be a problem ranking like us, but they might take a win because they are a decent team. No disrespect to them, but they're not. So honestly, I don't see it. I, I don't see Unless Jalen Hurts, you know, gets better. And is is a lot better this year than he was last year. I really don't see it. I think that defense is going to be way too much for him, and it's going to be a super ugly game. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to look like the better quarterback only simply because y'all defense is so much better. Um, it's going to look like Ryan Fitzpatrick is the better quarterback that day, even though I don't know if he necessarily is. But I know that Jalen Hurts is probably going to have problems unless – Devonta Smith is a dog, like people say he is. He may be a beast, and they may have some kind of crazy connection. But if it's not that, I really see y'all just running that division, unless the Cowboys get some resemblance of a defense. Um, but the schedule. Uh, so did we have a? Did you have a final score that you wanted to give? Uh, uh, Nove. Um, uh, Washington week three. I think he said yeah. twenty-one seventeen. Right, right. That is right. Twenty-one seventeen. What would you say? Twenty-four, uh, twenty-one. Okay, and I'm gonna say thirty-seven to nine. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm messing with you. <laughs> thirty-seven seventeen. Still, <laughs> it's still, it's still thirty-seven <laughs> points on the board. Hey, yeah, you can have a extra eight. Um, all right, week four, uh, the Houston Texans. <laughs> now, I guess this is really going to depend, right? <laughs> so um, now we know about the situation a certain someone has in Houston, um, which is probably inappropriate to talk about on a football podcast. But uh, he has some things that are going to maybe possibly keep him from playing football, possibly ever again. So uh, we're just going to go assuming that 
he is not playing. Um, yeah, I guess we, I think we all know who that is, uh, Deshaun Watson. So, uh, assuming the star quarterback down in Houston is not playing in week four, how do you guys see the game going? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's playing any think he's yeah. playing in that, so. Right. Even if he like I think we're not over that. Anywho, I don't think he plays that game. I think Houston Houston's gonna have a very bad season this year. JJ Watts out of there, so the defense not gonna have that anchor anymore. The quarterback, star quarterback isn't there. Hawkins is already gone, like so it's a lot of turmoil going over there. Going over there. I think the game itself this is where y'all get that thirty seven points on the board you was talking about. <laughs> right. I was thinking too, I was like, dang, if I said we have thirty seven on Washington, what are we gonna say about this? <laughs> this is where that thirty seven plus comes in. I agree. Yeah, this is more realistic. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not sure how they keep up with y'all in this game. Offensively, they don't have many I'm not sure who is their quarterback? Tyrod Taylor? Oh, Tyrod Taylor pretty decent, though. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, he's pretty like decent, but will he still be there? He's too, con- he too conservative. He will be if it's not Deshaun Watson. Um, I think Tyrod Taylor leads the Texans to a spirited, a spirited, well-executed loss. Um, if we putting up 37 <laughs> on the Washington football team, I'm going to jump out there and say 60-piece. And this, we're we're going to use this game to circle the wagons and show the world that we will further put our foot where it belongs and dominate anybody in the AFC East, NFC East, AFC South, whatever. Um, This games like this will be a statement game. I'm looking for Josh to almost crack uh, 250 yards by halftime. Um, I think this is the game where Cole Beasley shines. Um, Houston, it's a lot of turmoil going on ever since the Astros did what they did. It seems like it kind of put a hex on the city of Houston and all of their sports franchises. And uh, this is where the world realizes that. The Texans have slipped back into – where they were prior to David Carr, which is non-existence. <laughs> Golly. All right, just just a just a real brief uh something about he said about them scoring the 60 piece. Now they the Bills scored 35 versus the Rams defense. They scored 44 versus the Seahawks defense. They scored 34 versus the San Francisco defense. They scored 48 versus the Denver defense. 38 versus the Patriots defense. 56 versus the Dolphins defense. And Dolphins had a top 10 defense last year. So I'm not saying 60 pieces out of the question. I don't think the 60 pieces off the table at all. Um, We are a dynamic team with a lot of a lot of uh, chips on the shoulder. 
Absolutely. A lot of chips. All right, now another AFC matchup. How do you see it playing out? I, I can see the 60 piece. Like I said, like I said when I first started, the Houston got a lot of turmoil. It's, it, I don't I can't name one defensive back on there on their on their roster that can keep up with Diggs, Beasley, <laughs> any of them guys. So right. I don't, I'm not I'm not sure if it'll be a Cole Beasley game, but I, I, I see Diggs going off. I see um it might be the Cole Beasley game. Cole Beasley is or it could be a Gabe Davis game. Yeah, it could be a Davis game. Exactly. It'll, it'll be fun to see 400 plus yards for Josh Allen. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Oh, I think we're going to see a couple of those games this year. You think you can break the record that game? I think I the think record like 550 this year. I can see it. I can see it. All right. Week five is the big matchup. We might get some uh, different opinions on this matchup. We have a primetime game, the first primetime game of the season, Sunday Night Football versus the defending AFC champions, Kansas City Chiefs. All right. They're going to put their foot in y'all ass. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right, Neil. We're going to get your opinion first. Your your wrong opinion. We're going to get it first. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Um it's going to be a good game. You know, I feel like they're going to have to come out with something to prove. I got to see their schedule and see if that's your bet. Like, if that's the first primetime game of the season, they, they definitely got to come up with something to prove because that Super Bowl performance was bad. It was terrible. And they don't want to leave that, that performance against one of the big teams, like that last performance as, uh, we can do this. Like, they got to remind people. We're still one of them teams, and I feel like the only way they can do that is beating one of them teams, which is you guys. And I feel like that's how they're going to play. Offensively, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be a high-scoring game, 42-35. But I think Kansas City comes out on top. Well, um, I'm looking at the, the – it, it, it won't be their first prime game. It won't? No, and it could be their – they they could possibly have two losses by the time they play us. They play the Browns and the Ravens week one and two. Then they play the Chargers week three, and they Damn. play the Eagles oh. week four. So I'm not really worried about it, the Eagles. Like, yeah, I know. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, so is crazy. The Bills. We have all 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 three of us have projected the Bills to be undefeated by this point at week five. The the Chiefs could you, have you you have. Four and four and one going in the Boy, you know you got them at five and zero. Oh. Stop playing. You you you're lying <laughs> to yourself. You just being a homer. But I understand. You know what? I, I was a homer too. You know what I'm saying? When we was trash, I was a homer too. But anyway, um, <laughs> so the Chiefs could have anywhere from two to zero losses going into Week Five. So, uh, Nove, we we heard what uh. Nail had to say he gave the wrong opinion that the Chiefs were going to win. Uh, Nail, I'm sorry, uh, Nove, how do you feel about it? Um, I think we won a, a close game. As awkward as it may sound, I think this may be a low scoring affair just due to the 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 pure disdain for one another that these two franchises have, starting with the quarterbacks. Um. I know that 
it's a little smoke between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, even though yeah. they try to keep it professional and when with the spotlight on them and keep it about charities and you know smiles and kissing babies. I know beneath the surface, both of these quarterbacks realize that they are going to be the new uh, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Um, this is going to be a, a, a rivalry for years to come. And every time that we face the Chiefs, we're looking to put our best foot forward and where it belongs with another victory and a low scoring affair. Um, I say, and maybe this is not low, but I think for the spread, it'll be low. Um, 35-21. Uh, I think okay. Mahomes comes on late like he does often. Um, but I don't think they could I don't think they'll be able to catch up with what we have going on this year just because we we have added the things that we needed. Uh once again going back to my first appearance on the Windchill podcast. Um we drafted the people that we needed to draft to get after Patrick Mahomes. Who's gonna stop G Baby? Who's gonna stop Ed? Who's gonna stop Boogie? Uh, these are questions that will be answered when we do play, but I don't see this going in the Chiefs' way. Y'all embarrassed us uh, last year, left a bad taste in my mouth, and I believe Sean McDermott feels the same way. I believe Josh Allen feels the same way, and I think we got something more to prove to the world, but most importantly to ourselves with this matchup. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right, so I agree. I agree pretty much with what they said. Um, I think that we're primed to be the best team in the AFC. And uh, I think that we have to go through the Chiefs to do that, and I think that we will. Um, I think that Josh Allen, obviously, I think he's more physically talented than Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes just had a far superior situation. Josh had to get it out the mud. And I honestly, I think that's going to help Josh more in the long run. Um, so we'll see about that. But that's how I feel right now. Um, I keep being right. So let's see if I'm right again. <laughs> I, I keep making these predictions and then they keep coming true. So I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, what Nove said was absolutely correct. What uh, Greg Russo and Boogie Basham do is they come off the edge and they're able to disengage and they're able to close the gap. You know, they're able to keep the outside contained. That's kind of what I, you know, at least when I looked at the tape, that's the specialties I seen in them. Um, and I think that's exactly what our defense needs for, uh, for you know, run defense. Um, so I'm excited to see what they can do. I'm excited to see them kind of shut down uh, Edwards Hilaire as well as Patrick Mahomes. And I think that we're going to have the formula to get it done in a regular season. I don't think we can afford a loss to them again because it would be kind of psychological at this point, in my opinion, kind of like the same thing with, I said, with the Dolphins. Uh, as far as how, you know, we always beat them because we have a psychological hold over them. I don't want them to have that over us as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say Bills win 28-24. So relatively uh, a low scoring affair with you as well, huh? 
Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to be crazy. I don't think it's going to be crazy at all. I, I can definitely see it just uh, being a tight game that comes down to a wire with Jim Nance <laughs> and um, Tony Romo calling the game. Yeah, I can see it. Shout out Tony Romo because he is good at his job. Well, he's good at this job. He's good at this he's good at both jobs, honestly. He wasn't great at being a quarterback, yeah, but he's great. But he's great he's at great. commentary. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Yes. So now we're going to go to week six. We kind of flipped it around. Uh, last year, we played the Titans and then the Chiefs, both primetime games. This year, we played the Chiefs and then the Titans, both primetime games. Now, hopefully, just like the schedule is flipped around, we can also flip around the outcome this year and win both of these games. Um, so the Titans, we play at Nissan Stadium out there in Nashville. I think it's in Nashville. Um, ESPN, Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, uh, A.J. Brown. Uh, that's, that's a good football team. Uh, how do you feel about it, Pernell? I think I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Titans. Uh, Derrick Henry is a dog. AJ Brown dog. Tannehill, uh, Ryan Tannehill. Like I said, my brother's a Dolphins fan, so I've been watching him from, you know, his Dolphins days. And I'm, I'm glad to see him shining in in Tennessee. A lot of people counted him out. But he went over to Tennessee, led them to the playoffs, got him a win in the playoffs. Didn't get him to the championship, but he showed that, you know, he can lead a team at least. I don't think he'll lead them to a win against the Buffalo Bills. It'll be a good game. He'll have a good game. I think he comes out two touchdowns, one interception. I think you all win. Final outcome, 35-14. Thirty-five, fourteen. Okay, all right. That's modest. I mean, I mean, that's not modest. That's a that's that's pretty bold. Tennessee is good. <laughs> they, Tennessee they is, on the is good, game. but I think, like you it. said, y'all y'all got something to prove this game and the defense. Yeah, that's true. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, the last time it. we pl- the last time we played them, it it was kind of like a luck game. Like they got really really lucky. Like. You know, we had, was missing our top two cornerbacks, so they was just really going crazy. Um, Derrick Henry didn't even have a good game. They just – they scored every single time they entered the red zone. They entered six times. They got the – average. their average starting field position was R46 or something crazy like that. So, like, all you have to do is score 20 yards, and then you automatically get seven points according to what's going on in the game. You know what I mean? And then we had some really costly turnovers. It was it was really unlucky. So I'm not, I think that we can definitely beat them. Um, so you know what? Uh, I, I can see that happening. But um, Nove, how you feel about it, brother? I think we actually lose to the Titans, man. Um, it's something about Buffalo and run defense that just never really seemed to catch on and how I feel like. Our run, if you if you run the ball and you hit that a gap on us, I don't know what it is, man. 
I feel like Derrick Henry is going to take advantage. You say he didn't have a good game last time that he played against us. Uh, I think he, I think he gets back in his his character, and he stump on us. He stump all over us, and with AJ on the outside in that frame, I like Trey. I think that's something that Trey really can't really compete with, with his tenacity as well on the outside. Um, I think Tannehill is cool. I was one of the people who doubted him when he was with uh, Miami. I didn't know what he was going to do when he went to Tennessee, but he's been he's been showing that, you know, he getting paid for a reason out there. And uh, I think they I think they they come up with the W this week. Um, I say a 20, 21, 17 performance somewhere around that ballpark is for the score. But I don't think we I don't think we take this W, man. And of course, as a fan, I want us to be undefeated as long as possible. But this could be another um, another season where we had like last year where we um lose a lose not that many games but still take a, a few L's during the season. Okay. I understand. All right, um I I agree with you if we were you know the twenty twenty Buffalo Bills, but um we did draft two first round talents, you know what I'm saying, on the defensive line. So Hopefully they're supposed to come and make a difference. You know what I mean? So if they do what they're supposed to do, then um, I think we should see improvement in the defensive line and the run stop. And hopefully, you know, we got some big boys, you know what I mean? Six foot somethings, 250 plus pounds, you know what I mean? So we got some big beefy boys, you know what I'm saying? To kind of bolster up the offensive and defensive line. So um, I definitely see why you say that you definitely have reason to say that um but i think that bean is trying to fix that problem that's kind of why he went the route he went in the draft um so hopefully they can make an impact we got starlo tula back um hopefully he can be productive we know that ed oliver who didn't have a great season at the beginning of last season but then kind of start to come on he was playing and you know the a gap <laughs> he was playing i'm sorry the one technique and um He's used to playing the three technique. So when you get in double teamed in the one technique, you know, he he had struggled with it at first and then he got better and he was able to split double teams and kind of, you know, dictate what happens on the, the, the line like a good one technique does. And then you consider having Starla Tulele back who can come back and fulfill that role. Big body can kind of, you know, take on two people at one time. And if Ed Oliver was just, breaking through double teams, you put one man on them, it's, it's not going to be – it's going to be tough to stop them. You okay, I mean? so we and, we and we did draft to 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 clear up any uh, any holes in the defensive line or the defensive front in general. But I feel like, okay, after we play the Chiefs, we go to the Titans. Where do they have their welcome to the NFL moment, you know? Maybe the Titans come with a scheme because running the ball is what they do. And, mm -hmm. you know, it still may be a learning curve. And I think this is where we just might 
you know, we we have a few learning experiences as a as a as a member of the Bills Mafia. We may have a few learning experience with our rookies. I, I love what we did with with Greg and, and Boogie. Um, like you said, with Ed and him having to step out of his comfort zone. I still think that this is where we 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 have a a, a few welcome to the NFL moments as far as scheme goes. And I and I and not to say that our defense is weak, not to say that our coach isn't good. I just think. Um, you know, this we, we'll have a we'll have a a good battle in the trenches every snap of this game. Okay, and um, real quick before we move on to the next game, I do want to say that last year in the AFC divisional round, we did play the Baltimore Ravens, who probably they had the best run uh, offense in the league. And the Buffalo Bills did shut them down. So, although it did look like our weakness is run defense, we definitely shut down the run in that particular game. Um, so, we're going to move ahead. Uh, we got the Dolphins, Jaguars, Jets all in a row. I think it's safe to say that all three of us feels like those are easy wins. Yes? Easy, easy wins? Sweet. Get the brooms ready. All right. Uh, we can move on to the Indianapolis Colts. Agreed, agreed. Uh, agreed. Huh? No, I'm oh, saying I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So we're gonna move on to the Indianapolis Colts. Philip River Philip Rivers is retired. Now is Carson Wentz and Indy. How do you guys feel this Colts game is gonna go? Go ahead, Neil. Uh Close the game. Carson Wentz. <laughs> Will he be playing that game? You know, that's if he can stay healthy. <laughs> <laughs> As a Washington fan, I'm not a Carson Wentz guy. Even though, like, I'll say this. I, I do security, and I got to see him play up until he got injured in that 2017 uh, Super Bowl run. And he he's decent, but I'm not, I'm not sold on him. Even though he hasn't. He hasn't had a full season in a while. If he can stay healthy, Carson Wentz was an MVP candidate at one point. He got T.Y. Hilton over there, so he might be able to do something. I don't think that they'll be able to do anything against you all, though. The defense isn't that great. The offense, other than T.Y. Hilton, don't really got many weapons. So I think it is a pretty pretty easy win for Buffalo on Okay. All right, I see, I see. And uh, Nove, how you feel about it, brother? Um, I want to start off with shouting out my my good friend who's a Colts fan, my man Steve. Um, Steve, this is not personal, but I just <laughs> want to let you know how I feel. I think the Indianapolis Colts get trampled. Um, I don't see them really posing too much of a threat. Carson Wentz, yeah. He had a run, but I think him being out of Philadelphia isn't necessarily a good thing, seeing how he was formerly the front runner for MVP candidate not too long ago. Um, yes, they might have had some turmoil over there, but I think Carson Wentz is the turmoil. Um, Frank Reich. We appreciate what you did for the Bills 
uh, way back when, but obviously we're on, uh, uh, we represent different entities now and I don't see them being anything that we need to worry about in the 2021-22 season. I agree. Um, I don't think there's really much to say. I think that they're a little bit, you know, they're a little bit more dynamic with Carson Wentz as opposed to having uh, Phillip Rivers. But outside of that, I don't think that makes them like too much better. I think Phillip Rivers was damn good, and Carson Wentz could be good. Uh, he could be great, but uh, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, week 12, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, we're going to go Nove and then Nell. Okay. Uh, Buffalo Bills versus the Saints. I think that Mike Thomas gets busy. I think Mike Thomas gets 100-plus yards. I think Kamara uh, – he he shows that he's a playmaker, but to be honest, I don't I don't I don't see where they're going with the quarterback position. Seeing how Drew Brees recently retired, uh, Taysom is is Jabu still down there? Nah, they they got Jameis over there. They got Jameis. Yeah, right. So okay, okay, Jameis is still there, but we we this is the guy that that steals crab legs. Uh, I don't think that we have anything to worry about. I feel like the the mental pressure that we're going to apply to Jameis Winston is going to once again show why uh, all they needed was a quarterback in Tampa Bay to win a Super Bowl. Okay. I, think, I think this is the year, Mike. Mike, I see. I, I see that you said you're sold on Mike Thomas. Without Drew Brees there. I don't think he has that that type of season that he had in previous years. He's he's still a good receiver. Don't get me wrong, but without Drew Brees, he won't be top five. And I don't think you all have anything to worry about going into that game as far as him going off. Alvin Kamara. Now I am sold on him, and I think he will have a good game. He's the one that has 100 plus yards, but it won't be enough to to beat the Bills simply because Jameis Winston, I'm not sold on him. If he is, they're starting. Taysom Hill, if he's there, they're starting at that point in the season. And he's a he's a he's a he's not a quarterback for me. But that's neither here nor there. That's not the conversation we have. Uh, I see you all coming up. You said 30, 31. I see you putting up yeah around that 30, 31, but I don't see them having twenty one. I say seven for the Saints. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think the Saints are going to have some adjusting to do. I think they could end up being one of the better teams in the league again, but I don't think they'll do it in time to beat us, who are one of the best teams in the league already. Um, so we're going to go ahead and move ahead, move ahead, excuse me, to week 13, the New, or- the New England Patriots, uh, Cam Newton, Mac Jones. First of all, I want to ask you guys, who do you guys will think be the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots? And then tell me who you think will win the game. Starting quarterback, uh, go ahead, Nove. Um, I believe the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots would be Cam Newton. Um, Mac Jones is good. Baby Brady, I think they're trying to extend the uh extend the the formula that they had with Tom. 
But I think right now Cam has their the what they did last season wasn't terrible. Um Cam had a lot of setbacks. I know he was injured for a little bit and then had the corona situation. But um I think with them not having uh time to really get used to the system with a new quarterback with no preseason games, um a year in that system, time to settle into it, uh, 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 off season where he's he's good, he can get in a rhythm a lot quicker, and then with them having the warm ups, uh, with the preseason games, that Cam Newton shows that he is the front runner to win this position. Um, he is more dynamic than Mac Jones as a quarterback, so I feel like they could uh, open up the playbook a little bit more. But ultimately, they lose this game. Uh, I know that I said previously that I believe that we split with the Patriots. But I don't think this is the game that uh, that we lose to the Patriots. Not this one. Uh, maybe maybe later in the season on December 26th, but not this game. I think we're going to open up this series with a nice, a nice uh, straight punch to the bottom lip of – anybody that support the New England Patriots or what they stand for. So Buffalo Bills win this game convincing fashion. Uh, but Cam Newton will be the starting quarterback, and he will uh, take this L, to say the least. Okay. All right, so uh, now, how do you feel? Do you feel like the starting quarterback is going to be Matt Jones, Cam Newton, and how do you feel about this football game? Uh, going into the season, I feel like it will be Cam Newton. And then by going into that game, it all depends on record. If if they're winning, Cam will still be the start. If they're losing, you know, I think they'll give Mac Jones a start. Uh, as far as the game, no matter who's the quarterback, like you said, Tom Brady ain't there no more. So I feel like this is Buffalo smacking on the Patriots for the next 20 years with Don. Mm-hmm. I think, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Patriots. I love. Uh, I I respect you know Bill Belichick as a coach and what he did. But I don't think Matt Jones and or Cam Newton will be the guys to lead them back as the the head honchos in the AFCs. I think that's for Buffalo to lose, and I don't see them losing it anytime soon. I agree. Um, I think that the starting quarterback. I think it'd be Cam. I think it'd be Cam. By this point in the season, it could be Mac. I don't know. Um, so I don't know. Um, but I think it'll start off being Cam. I don't think that the Mac Jones situation makes sense. I think that Bill Belichick is trying to recreate what he had in Tom Brady with Mac Jones, and I just don't think it's going to work in this day and age, not with so many quarterbacks who are mobile. Um, I just don't see it working. So I'm going to say uh, the Bills win. I think this is an easy win. I think we've taken a hold of the AFC East, and I really don't see us giving it back anytime soon. By the way, that is a Monday night football game. All right, next up, we have what should have been the Super Bowl last year. Tom Brady, he welcomes Buffalo into his city, his new city, Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, that is December 12th. How do we feel about that? How do we feel about uh, going to – 
the home of this defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, our chances versus them who have brought back all 22 starters. We've brought back 21 of 22 starters, replaced John Brown with Emmanuel Sanders. Now, how you feel about it, bro? Uh, Tom is Tom. I think I think this is the one I give the Bucks to. You know they got a lot of weapons over there. Fournette, Mike Evans. They got defensively Antoine Whitfield Jr. You know they got a lot of people over there that you know can stop like you, your weapon, not stop your weapons, but I'll say do what they did in the Super Bowl, and you know able to mentalize what they can do like Tyreek Hill was able to get off but not to a point where it really disrupted what they were trying to do they, they'll be able to manage the game defensively to where Tom Brady does what he does on offense and get off I think it'll be the score wise I think the score is going to go 28-21 but Buccaneers it's going to be a good game still going to be a good game they're not going to they're not going to walk over y'all but I think they come out with the win I think we have Brady's number. I think we beat Brady. I think we know Brady. I think we know what Brady has to offer. I think we know what Brady wants to do. I think that Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott can devise a plan to play Brady because Brady doesn't necessarily know how the new Buffalo operates. We've seen that. The last time we played Brady, what did he he scored like three points on offense or something. The last couple times we've shut Brady down. It's just that their defense was really good and we couldn't, you know, score points. But we shut Brady down. So I think that uh they they can figure Brady out. They're gonna have Rousseau and Boogie and Ed Oliver being real long and in his lap. And yeah, I think that we can figure out a way to to get this W as well. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know I said the Bills are going to go 17 and 0, but it's going to happen. Okay. And if the game we do lose is going to be a fluke. All right. Uh, I really want to agree with you, bro. I really, really do, but I don't see that happening. Um, we're talking about Brady, Leonard Fournette will provide a balanced attack and keep us um, respecting what they can do when Brady throws the ball, but also acknowledging the fact that, yo, this dude is trying to get – he's trying to break the first tackle every time, trying to break the second tackle every time, and his intent is first down or touchdown every time he touched the ball. So I think Leonard Fournette is going to be the key in this game. Um, I think their defense is also going to be – just as important as their their run, their running attack for this game. I don't think that we come out with this W. Miss Brady, Brady's in in Tampa Bay, and uh, I think they defend their home turf well. Okay. All right, I, I respect it. Um, I just feel like if we would have saw them in the Super Bowl last year, I think we would have won. That's all. So um, I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, week 15, we got the Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold is coming back to Buffalo, but in a different uniform. Um, I think we all pretty much have the same answer there. Uh, That's a dub for y'all. Yeah. 
the Patriots again. I think Nove actually said that the Patriots will win this game. Do you think the Patriots will win this game now? It no, I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see neither. the Patriots getting the win over y'all this, this season. No. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> all right, week seventeen. No, oh, go ahead. No, and it's and it's not like they don't have a chance. It's possible. Like I get what Nove's saying. Like I can I, I can see it, but I also I can't see it. <laughs> if it was week seventeen, maybe the starters if might the not Bills, be playing. Like you if, feel me? Yeah, that's but, true. That's true too. But if the Bills do what they're supposed to do, and they keep going up the way they have been at the same trajectory, which we have no reason to believe they won't, then no, they won't beat us this year. Um, but oh, yeah, I got week seventeen. Week seventeen, Atlanta Falcons in Buffalo. Okay. Though I say how Cal Pitts will have a good game, but Falcons. <laughs> oh crap! They do got Cal Pitts now. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is not fantasy football. Um, exactly. <laughs> Kyle Pitts is he's going to get some people some money. That week, but uh, <laughs> they're not getting that W. I don't know, man. This is the one game on the schedule I'm worried about. <clears throat> so, to this point, what, what, why, why are you, why are you worried about this game? So, at what point do you, you know, at this point, excuse me, what do you think our record will be, and why is this something that you are worried about? I think that outside of the Chiefs. That is the most high-powered offense in the NFL. The potentially the most high-powered offense in the NFL. Just off of the strength that you have probably, no, not probably, you have a top five receiver of all time who is still maybe another year or two still in his prime. Possibly. You know what I'm saying? So he's liable to go off for 300 in any given game, right? We've seen it. We've seen him do that. And then you take Matt Ryan, who has had an MVP season. He's inconsistent, but he's capable. And then you have Kyle Pitts, who wants to come in and be the greatest tight end of all time, which is taken at, at four in the NFL draft and the first non-quarterback taken, which is unheard of for a tight end. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, that, that offense is crazy. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm I, not scared, but I, they do, you know, they they definitely make me notice a little bit. How you feel about it, Nove? Kyle Pitts get a lot of people this money this week with his performance due to fantasy football, but unfortunately, in reality – I don't think the uh, I don't I don't think the Atlanta Falcons has a chance to win and this game. Seventeen, so if y'all play, it's not y'all. y'all starters might not even play that game. Right. So I mean, I guess I mean, but to me, if the starters not playing, then you know, I guess we're just doing it just to just to uh, get done with the season. I don't. Yeah, I don't but you got Mitch Trubisky coming in if the starters not playing. Right, and, and that's baby Josh. 
And respectfully, I think he's also trying to get back to a starting job. Exactly. So, so he's gonna perform. Exactly. So he he gets in there. The Atlanta Falcons. I'm pretty sure that their their folks are gonna play. He's gonna get back out there against the first string defense, and he's gonna show uh, the league and anyone else that's watching what he's still capable of, especially in this offense with Dave Bull uh, and Sean McDermott. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, did you uh, have any final words now? I say Bills, Bills come out on top of the ASC as far as the, the record-wise. I feel like you only dropped two, possibly three bonuses. I, I don't see the 17 and know that justice team. One being my team, that's biased opinion, of course. But then you know you got Tom on the schedule and and Pat on the schedule also, but but I, I feel like it's going to be a a, a profitable year for you guys, and we'll see if it translates into the postseason. Um, I I think that we actually our our record probably won't look as good this year as it did the year before, but I think we go further this year. Um, meaning we go to the Super Bowl. I think that we get over the hump and we fight for what we deserve, which is the first uh, Lombardi Trophy in Orchard Park. York. Um, Amen. I think I, agree. I, I think Josh Allen really continues to elevate. Uh, Another year with him and Stephon Diggs. Who 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 knows what could happen with the chemistry that they already have? Gabe Davis, um, our defense, our draft. I think this year we do everything that we're supposed to do, and we finally get the monkey off our back. Okay, all right, I like it. I agree. I see us winning the Super Bowl as well. Uh, Sixteen weeks until. The, the start of the regular season. I'm super excited. Um, once again, I have been your host, Justice Radford, Justice General, whatever. <laughs> uh, you can find me at JA17MVP. My brother, Nove, please tell me where you can find him, bro. You can find me on all social media at Nove Fontaine, N O V E F O N T A I N E. Holla at me. Um, Thank you for bringing me on the Windchill Podcast. I appreciate you, brother. Absolutely. And my brother, uh, Pernell, please tell him how people can reach you as well. You can reach me on all socials at B-L-V-C-C-N-E-L-L. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Nice talking with y'all. It has been a pleasure having you guys on. Please listen to the Windchill Factor Podcast every Tuesday. This is the Built in Buffalo Network. Uh, this is Justice signing off. I appreciate every single one of you guys for listening. Absolutely salute. Uh, we out. <laughs>